Hey folks, and welcome back to another episode of Get Wrecked, the only podcast anywhere in the world where two buds take turns recommending and reviewing some of their favorite pop culture hits, hidden gems, and oddities. I'm of course your host and resident silly boy Thor, joined today as always by my friend and co-host. Ready or not, here he comes. He's gonna find you. Shit, wait. (laughs) Ready or not, here he comes. God damn it. <laughs> I'm leaving it all in. Ready or not, here he comes. He's going to find you. Yeah. And make you want him. It's Micah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I still messed it up at the end. <laughs> That's fine. She's That's coming fine. for you. She's for gonna. messing up those lyrics. Yep. Uh, it's insane that I just messed up those lyrics. I've probably heard that song more than most other songs yeah. in the world. She'll probably just reunite with Wyclef. It'll, that's what brings them together, Thor. After all the terrible things. <laughs> the terrible, <laughs> awful things he did. Ooh, One Micah. time. Uh, folks, if you hear that voice, we have a guest today. Returning, we do? We do, yeah. Returning once again, our favorite guest from the comics that we love. Zach McCrary. hey Yeah. How's you, it going, folks? Good, man. We're glad to have you. You're much better than that other guest from the comics that we love. The the other host? Yeah. Yeah. That guy's other the worst. Bizarro Zach. Bizarro, Bizarro Zach. Zach. <laughs> His name's Hukaz. Hukaz. If I was talking to Bizarro Zach, I'd say I love you, Bizarro Zach. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you would. Because Bizarro stuff is backwards, which is weird. But... We're not here to talk about bizarre. Well, we're kind of here to talk about something very bizarre today. <laughs> what? Are what you, is, hold what on. Are, are you saying that RRR is bizarre? How bizarre? How bizarre? That's right, folks. We're getting into the movie Bizarre RRR. It's just RRR. It's just the R. It's just RRR. Or triple. <laughs> I like triple R better. Triple R? I don't like the way saying RRR comes out. RRR. Yeah, it kind of sounds like a bad Vin Diesel prequel. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Thanks. Yeah, uh, it's, so the movie is RRR. Um, I don't remember what it stands for, but that's what we're going to get into. <laughs> that's the level of detail we're going to give you today, folks. <laughs> that's the quality you come to expect <laughs> we don't at even, this show. We don't even know what it know, means. Obviously, you know about Triple R, and you know what it means. I know one of them's Revolution. Of, think, that, of that much, I'm certain. I think it's Rise, Revolt, and Roar. Pretty sure that's what it is. Oh, yeah, that sounds right. Revolt or, is part of Revolution. Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to say I got it. Or Rise, it. Roar, Revolt. I'll, I'll Google it. Just start talking. Like <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah, while you Google it, why don't we go ahead and just slap the intro in? Yeah, yeah, let's get, <laughs> we'll get into it. Hey, folks, make sure to stay up to date on all the latest episodes by following us at Get Wrecked Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Or if you have any recommendations you'd like to hear us review on the show, you can contact us directly via email. Or, I don't know, maybe you just want to send us some feet pics. You creep. I don't know what you're into. I don't care. We'll review those too. What do you think of that, huh? In any case, all your requests, feedback, and general criticism of the straight white patriarchy can be sent to getrectpod at gmail.com. That's G-I-T-R-E-C-D-P-O-D at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. 
So like we were saying, we actually knew exactly what it meant. That was all just a bit. Totally a bit. Right, guys? That's what we do. Yeah, Zach yeah. definitely didn't just look it up on his phone no. during, during the intro music. No, no, I came prepared and I knew that RRR is an acronym for Rudram Ranam Rudhiram, which can be roughly translated from Telugu as Fierce Death Blood or to follow the original title's alliteration, Rise, Roar, Revolt. Which is exactly what I said. And you kind of did. Yeah. It took you like uh, one or two times. Yeah. Well, that, what's, that the, was... what's the first one, though? Rise? No, the first no, one? No, the first. In the, the original first, Telugu? Like, uh, translation. Let me, uh, whoop, thanks, Google. It went away. It was something blood. I, I liked it better, whatever it Yeah, was. it was like, you, you fucking whore. It's gone now. <laughs> Aren't they always? All right, folks. Well, today we're getting into you fucking whore. It's gone now. <laughs> That's what it stands for. It's it's a uh, in in Telugu. It means fierce death blood. Oh my god, I'm calling this fierce death blood. That's a pretty awesome. I, I like name. that That's much metal. better than That's so metal. So today, folks, we're getting into RRR, better known as fierce death blood. Yes, it's yes, very metal. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Thor, I do have to apologize to you because. In our last recording, I I mentioned that this was a Bollywood film. Mm-hmm. I was incredibly incorrect. Um, this is a Tollywood film oh, with a T. What is the difference? Well, here's the difference according to thecontentauthority.com. Uh, Tollywood is known for producing films with a focus on family-centric storylines and action-packed scenes. Bollywood, on the other hand, is known for producing films with a mix of romance, drama, and music. Both industries have their own unique styles and have gained a significant following over the years. Does that like does that name come from the the language that's used for the film too? Yeah. So yeah. so Tollywood is specifically from the Telugu film industry, where Bollywood is more of a generic term for a Hindu speaking, um, the like the Hindu speaking film industry from Mumbai. Uh, Hindi. Okay. I mean, honestly, Hindi, yes. Yeah. Sorry, not Hindu. Yes, Hindi. Honestly, both of those felt accurate. Yeah. Well, because it had like all of those things in it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that's where I was at too. Because I like I watched it and I'm like, oh, dude, this is a Bollywood film for sure. Because it's got all of the like the trademarks of a Bollywood film. Mm-hmm. But I was incorrect, so I stand corrected. Uh, I'll try to get my facts straight. It's okay. I had no idea you. It was unnecessary for you to tell me any of that. I had never seen Bollywood. I had heard the name. Sure. And literally all of my knowledge of Bollywood was that scene with Kamal Nanjiani in The Eternals. I just watched that again yesterday. And I, and I was like, that that was my only, and I was like, I don't, so Bollywood, they like dance and they're buff. Their films have a lot going on in it. Oh, yes. Like a whole lot <laughs> yeah. going on. Um, which so does this movie. Oh, yeah. Yep. 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 We're going to jump into it. So, um, folks, we're going to probably talk about spoilers. This movie was like internationally acclaimed. Mm-hmm. It mm. became really, really famous. And it's only like a year old at the time of this. We're recording. It's 2023. Pretty sure the movie came out in 2022. Yep. It was something that I thought was awesome and very unique and very interesting. So I was like, Thor's got to watch this. And then I was talking to Zach and you're like, it was in my queue. It's been in my queue for like a year, and it's like every time I go in, I just 
it's like, oh man, maybe, maybe today's the day. And then I'm like, nah, nah. I don't have, and, and it honestly, I wouldn't have had the time most times anyway, cause it was three hours long. Yeah. Yeah. It is three hours long. Um, so if you're looking for an easy sit down watch, just, nope. yeah, put on community reruns. That's probably going to be better for you. But if you're in for a good time dude, or start, I started 90 day fiance. So good. Oh my gosh. Dude, dork. dude so good. <laughs> I'm going to live that. So it's, I'm just not going to watch it. It's these stupid <laughs> dorks who are like with women way out of their league. They move to the con. You know what I mean? They're from like Russia or the Ukraine or whatever. Okay. And it's these women that are way too hot for these dorks. American women? No, no, no. It's, it's American dorks with beautiful oh, foreign women. Okay. All yeah. Right. And it's, and like, that makes it, more sense. It's, like it's my very, life. Love you, honey. It's very funny. <laughs> well, no, yours. I think your situation is different. Like, oh, you're saying like, my girl's ugly? Is that what you're saying, Thor? <laughs> that is not what I said. <laughs> I'm saying I know you, so it's harder for me to just pass like judgment on you. Oh, I'm but, not just but a But dork. these stupid dorks on TV all day long, dude. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the di- it's it's good. You'll have to watch a season with me. I'll be like, sure to together. do that. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fun i'm sorry that's okay go on that's all right well we're not talking about that today <laughs> we're, we're talking about rrr which is obviously blood death and sacrifice happiness that's what it's, yeah i don't remember something like that i forgot already blood yep. death and the pursuit of happiness there you go, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no uh, also uh like i was telling you guys before the show this movie it did a bit of history as far as the Oscars go because it is the first it, it that the song not not you not to which also in Hindi the the Hindi version is Nacho 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 uh which means dance dance but in apparently in Telugu Tugulu uh Telugu yeah in, in Telugu it it basically is like a pointing out your ethnicity and pointing out like who you are and where you come from. It means like rustic. Hmm. So that's why they were singing that to those, to the snooty Brits to be like, fuck you. Yeah. Look at what I can do. Like we have our own culture here. Yeah. This film does not look kindly on the Brits. Oh, uh, no, no. All. It, admittedly, it does take place in like the early 1900s during British colonialism within, um, within India. Yeah. So, Sure, they're not gonna they're not gonna look very favorably on no. it. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, but, definitely uh, yeah I, went, I went way off track. They won an Oscar. That song won an Oscar, and it is the first Indian song to ever win the Oscar for best original song, and also the first ever song in Tugulu to win an Oscar as well. That's, that's wild. All right. So if you haven't seen it yet, this film has action. It's got drama. It's got romance. It's got bromance. It's got so, dance so numbers. Much bromance. It's got completely computer generated animals attacking people. A man throws a computer generated leopard at another man in this movie. <laughs> Thor, what are your thoughts on this film? What's your initial impressions here? Dude, I hated this so much. Are you serious? I hated it so much. Oh my god! Wow. Like it's three. It's it's an hour and a half too long. Okay. It's just it's just nonsense. Like how much stuff they cram into this movie. Like flashbacks that you don't need, and then flashbacks within those flashbacks of other characters who only exist in the flashbacks. There were those. Yes, there's a lot of that. There was that. Like I get it's not. A Hollywood film, the, but the compute the C the CGI is just got just horrific. Horrific! <laughs> it's it's so, it's so bad. It's it's a weird Com- compared cr- to what we're used to. It's I current mean, level Marvel CGI. 
Yeah, I would. I would agree with that. So <laughs> that's for a knock me, on I Marvel. Would, no, I, I, I wouldn't. I, I mean, <laughs> have you seen Modok's face? Uh, but um, so for the computer animated animals, they are weirdly uh, just 4K graphic fidelity. They're mm. super crisp. Yeah, and I think that that might be part of what pulls it out or doesn't make them feel real. And it is like they're almost in more focus than what the camera's mm-hmm. doing. In, in some of this. Like that tiger at, in the first, like in one of the opening scenes where we meet, um, what's that character's name? Beam. Beam. Yeah. Bahim, yeah. So. I think it's Bahim. 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 Yeah. Bahim. I thought that that tiger was gorgeous. Yeah. But I never once believed it was real. Ever. I, yeah. So so I guess maybe my isn't necessarily that the graphics look ugly. It's just it doesn't. It all it just doesn't look like it belongs there. It's an uncanny and also, valley, yeah. I'm pretty sure wolves and tigers don't live in the same forest. Well, they do in Tollywood, Thor. <laughs> well, how absurd was so? <laughs> genuinely, I, I really, I, I did not like this. Are you? I serious? would, I would rather watch the Star Wars holiday special. No, than this. I would rather watch A Clockwork Orange. Well, I would rather watch The Holy Mountain. How about Gummo? I would rather watch Gummo than this movie. No, that's sacrilegious. I, look, <laughs> not to say there weren't things I enjoyed. Okay. I think this would have been one that would have been better to watch it with other people. Okay, because there is a lot of like absurd stuff to laugh at. With there it. is a lot of absurd stuff to laugh at. But overall, I think this is my first introduction to Bollywood or Tollywood, that type of film. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just not for me. Is it just like, too much? Yeah, no, like I, I get the appeal. Yeah, I, I get the appeal of this, but it's like it's like Taylor Swift, right? And I'm not t- Taylor Swift. I, lo- I, I think she makes great music. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like people saying Taylor Swift is a beautiful woman. And it's like, I think she has a weird, disgusting bird body. (laughs) 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 And it horrifies me. So like, I just got this mental image of her with bent back knees, like in the wrong direction. (laughs) Yeah. That's what she looks like. But here's the thing is like, I see the appeal. I, I get it. But for me personally, I'm like doing nothing. Doing nothing. Oh, wow. That's kind of how I felt about it. Okay. Uh, by the right. way, uh, gray wolves, there's the Indian gray wolf I looked. And it lives with tigers? I mean, it lives in India. Okay. So I guess. Okay. Yeah. That's he is so upset. He's like, let me. <laughs> let me pour blood all over me and bait a wolf it's so a that great I can idea. capture it in a net. To bait a wolf so that then I will bait a tiger. I do, honestly, I'm not entirely sure. No, no, no. The, was, I think the tiger, tiger was accident. Yeah, that, that was, was an, an accident. accident. He saw the paw in the, in the mud okay. and he was like, uh-oh. Yeah. And he just knew it was nearby. But still, yeah. the tiger just grabbing a wolf out of midair. That was, yeah. that was pretty absurd. I mean, he probably was also like, uh-oh, I'm covered in blood. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So we're jumping into it. Let's, let's, let's bring it back a little bit. Uh, as far as the general plot of this film you've got two main characters and one of them is bahim and another one is is his name ron raj ram ram okay so this is basically tollywood departed that's kind of the situation that we've got yeah where we've got the british military coming in and ram is an indian within the British military Mm -hmm. and he's trying to prove himself and go up in ranks. So, and you're not sure why that's, that's discussed in like hour two of the film. Initially it's just, he's like 
the traitor, basically. Yeah, essentially, yeah. traitor to his people. Yeah, um, how I described it is uh, uh, because there's this scene where, like, there's these rioting Indians, and he just jumps into a mob of them and just starts beating them all with billy clubs. It's like Woods, like original Woodstock level people. Like, yeah. That's the and, amount of people. Yeah, and you don't even know his name at that point, so my name for him was Punchy McPuncherson, the Uncle Tom Cop. <laughs> 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 all right it's pretty so, accurate right yeah. yeah he just kicks the shit out of a whole mob of people yeah so one of the one of the women the british women i don't know if she's just married to one of the officers and that's her title i don't know was if that there the was blonde yeah like the she was married to ray stevenson's character yeah but did she have a title or was she just wife of that guy mm. like wife of the high i officer. think she was just Rich, evil bitch lady. yes yeah she's very, again all of the brits are uh portrayed horribly yeah, except well, jen and here let's except almost, almost comedically horribly. historically horribly. the british in that especially in that area of the world in that period of time they were rascals they got up to some <laughs> to some shenanigans i mean yeah. <laughs> around most of the world where the people were were a little brown the british weren't great yeah. <laughs> not great. I'm not saying that it wasn't unjustified. I'm just saying like there's no there's no nuance in the bad guys. No, it's here. just very it's like, like heavy. I'll yeah. say it. Cancel me if you want. They were real knuckleheads. That that oh Ooh. man, that's harsh. <laughs> Them's harsh yeah, words. Those are harsh words. So they basically trick a woman because of language barriers in selling her child to them for entertainment. And then uh, this small village that they've essentially kidnapped this slash paid for this kid uh, has a protector who is Bahim. And word gets out that this badass dude who fights tigers and wolves is coming after them. Yeah. So they basically offer a bounty and say, we need somebody to stop this man. Uh, but they don't know who this man is. They just know it's kind of like this mythical figure to them. Batman. Dude, before they get into that, though, like before they even get to that part, like this whole scene, I'll, I'll admit, I really enjoyed this movie, like the first couple scenes. Okay. Because it's wild because the girl is singing and mm-hmm. there's like a, a mistranslation and they think, okay, here's some money for the song. Yeah. But really what they're saying is we're buying your daughter. For yeah. like two pounds. And then everyone freaks out. So the mom starts chasing them. And essentially, uh, the mom is trying to take the kid back. And this, you know, what's his name? The Which one? The white guy? Ray Stevenson's guy. character. Is he the governor? I believe he's the governor of the area. Yeah. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll go with that. Governor Ray Stevenson. But him and his wife, they get out of the car and a soldier is about to kill this girl's mom who's trying to get her daughter back. And he's about to shoot her in the head. And he goes... If you go, you're going to shoot that one, you're about to shoot a bullet into her. Do you know how much that bullet cost? By the time it was made by a man in England and it's traveled across the seas and come all the way here and put in your bullet, it cost a whole pound. Why would you squander it on brown rubbish? Yeah. It's so brutal. And then the guy <laughs> picks up a log and beats her head in. I'm like, that's a hell of a way to start a movie. Yeah. Yeah, the movie starts so strong because we immediately get that scene with Rom and the riot, and then we immediately get wolf tiger combat, and then and we also get pretty pretty voice singing girl doing uh henna art. Yeah, and then this awful moment, you know, like it really sets the the tone for the film. It does fast. Yeah. 
then it kind of becomes a buddy cop film for a little bit. Yeah. Or like, have you ever seen the movie I Love You, Man? Yeah. Yeah. It, it really does turn into a bromance situation. Yeah. So Rom essentially gets chosen and he's like, I will go because they offer some promotion, some like crazy, like first rank officer mm-hmm. to whoever stops this man. So he's like, I'll do it. I'll go in. Also, he's a native, so he can like blend in with the crowds. So he goes in undercover. Bahim goes to the city to look for the girl, also undercover. Yeah, and so, Ram is looking for Bahim because they know Bahim is coming for the girl. Yeah. And yeah. they're like, Ram is out to catch Bahim. Yeah, but Ram doesn't know who Bahim is. He's just like, they have this name. They know that this figure is and he also like has a leader a ske- of the rebellion. He also has a sketch of what he looks like. And then when he meets him, he's like, I've never, I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so... So these guys, of course, become best friends by bonding over saving a kid in the middle of a river. Dude, yeah, that, that was a wild scene. <laughs> well, that's this film. What scene wasn't wild okay, in yeah. this movie? Well, and this is and immediately this is when I start getting irritated with this movie because here's the thing: is they're like saving children. That's where you get irritated. He's like, no, why would you? Why no. would you save that? Because kid? <laughs> they don't make it clear that there's like a time jump. So Rom mm. initially he's clean shaven with a nice tight mustache. And then they flash forward, and now he has a beard. Oh, I'm so and glad then, I'm not the only one. And then one. they flash backwards, and he's, once again, short. Because he let his beard grow out so that he could blend in. But here's the thing. I'm watching it, and I'm like, wait, is that the same guy? No, this has to be a different character. Or is it the same guy? Or, like, are they different guys, and I'm just racist, and I think it looks like the same guy? I wasn't going to say <laughs> anything about it, because I didn't want to sound right. Because I was sitting there, I'm like, oh. Wait, is that the same guy? Am I racist? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be real. I thought the same thing. You did too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Completely. God, 100%. we're so we're such white dudes. <laughs> well, because okay, here's here's how I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, there's that guy, and he's in the jungle, and he's got curlier hair. Yeah. Then there's the military guy. He's got nice straight hair and an awesome and mustache. An awesome mustache. And then there's this third guy who's a revolutionary that's also looking for Bahim. Yeah. That's what yeah. I thought and I'm like, "Oh, this is like a Bollywood take on the good, the bad and the weird." Ah. Or the good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I and thought, then I realized it's two guys. Yeah. <laughs> Initially like when it happened and I was wondering like, "Is that the same guy?" I thought, "Wait, Okay, maybe there's three guys, and that's why there's three R's. Sure. That, I really yeah. that's a, that's what well, I was thinking. To be fair though, Rom's mustache is a heck of a mustache. It's so right? good, it's a great mustache, and it covers a significant portion of his upper lip. Mm-hmm. It's not like like um uh, who's that dude with the pencil pencil stash did hairspray? Oh, what I know who name? you're talking about. I can't Salvador think of Dali. It right now. Uh, no, Dr. Robotnik. Um, <laughs> I know exactly who you mean. And it's bo- John Waters. John Waters. Yeah. That's it. It's not yeah. like a John Waters mustache. It like covers. It's thicker and and wavier than Tom Selleck's mustache. Oh yeah, no, it's like a. Oh gosh, like a the type of mustache you would see in the 1800s. Yeah, like, yeah it's like that Sam like Elliott mustache. Like a yeah. boxer who puts their arms up all weird. The Marcus in front of, of Queensbury them. rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that kind of mustache. So when he shaved, I legitimately didn't think that he looked the same. Like I, I had to do double takes. Like that's I think what threw me off. I don't know because when he shaves, he has a beard instead of a mustache, but it's not like um, it's. His mustache like has wax in it mm-hmm. and and is very upkept. It's stylized. Mm-hmm. 
and the beard is just like a take it to level two on the razor and buzz the face. Yeah. So it's not stylized. But anyway, these anyway. two guys meet. We could talk about his mustache all day. Dude, seriously. When they meet, there's a kid like about to drown in a ri- or be burnt to death in a river because some like a, a train, train exploded. Fell in and exploded. Yeah, yeah. Once again, the CGI looked shit. But <laughs> and then so the so Rom's up on a bridge. He sees this. And then he sees he just happens to spot a guy like a guy like down on the ground on the riverbank and is like, oh, that's definitely a guy who will help me. And they start making hand signals to each other yep. that they both instinctively know. Yeah. And I mean, they are, I'll admit they are pretty easy hand signals because all they had to do is one of them had to get on a horse. The other one had to get on a motorcycle. They both had to take a rope, tie it together, drive the opposite ways until the rope went tight and then they both swing under the bridge at the same time, grab the kid. And then one of them hands a flag that he had happened to grab to the other one. That so he that he can swing through the fire. Yeah. So that he doesn't burn. Um, that's like six was, hand signals. Which yeah. That's easy. All, which Simple was hand all signals. communicated with like three hand symbols. <laughs> what the fuck? We could do that right now. I could, I could do that for you, Thor, and you would know. And also they were like two, like at least a couple hundred feet away from each yeah. other. If you guys do it right now, though, you just have to make whooshing sounds in the microphone so that we know what's happening. Oh, you're right. It's an audio medium. Yeah. 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 So well, um, that might sound like us doing something else. I don't think it kind of would. <laughs> Yeah, so that's, um, you touched on a couple of themes. There's a weird theme where one of the guys is always on a horse, the other one is always on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. After that scene, there is a music montage about them becoming best friends. Oh, yeah, that's right. The the They basically, that moment in Step Brothers when they're like, did we just become best yeah, friends? exactly Because they save this yeah. kid, look in each other's eyes, kind of fall in love, and they're like... You are my brother forever. And then they're like, they're like skipping next to a train together (laughs) and like hopping on each other's shoulders. And I want, I want someone to re-edit that scene using the, uh, the queen song. You're my best friend. (laughs) Oh my God. That would be perfect. It would be much better than the music that's actually going on. Dude, what? The music in the movie was amazing. Dude, I hate it so much. And I hate (laughs) especially the parts where it's like, an Indian style of music going on in the background. And then there's like a chorus of singers mm-hmm. just singing exactly what you're watching. But it's in like these, it's like fire and water come together. Will they change the universe? But one is destined to betray, but maybe it will be great in the end. And it's like lyrics it's are not insane. subtle. Yeah. Now, not subtle. now granted, I didn't see the lyrics. Did what? you guys actually see the lyrics? I watched, yeah. Oh, I watched with subtitles. Oh, did you I watch this movie without subtitles? I watched it dubbed. Oh, okay. I watched okay. it dubbed with subtitles. Oh. Just, I should have left them on. I turned them off because I was like, oh, it's dubbed. Okay, so Zach watched it dubbed. No subtitles. Right. Thor, you watched it dubbed with subtitles. Yeah. Okay, see, I watched it in the actual, like, its main language. That's amazing! We all subtitles. had three different experiences. <laughs> but yeah, the lyrics are literally like, two men... On opposite sides of the coin. One is fire. One is water. Best friends. Destined to fight. They, they were like the lyrics at... If you ever like read the translation of lyrics at the beginning of an anime show. Yeah. Totally. Totally. Like, so or maybe, like a Randy Newman song. Maybe, yeah. I wouldn't, <laughs> maybe I wouldn't have hated it as much if I wasn't reading the lyrics of the song. And I'm like, this is dumb as shit. <laughs> See, the thing is, I once had a professor tell me, if you really want to know a language, like 
to really learn the language. Read its poetry and listen to its music because then you can find the just the way that the music or the way that the uh, the language flows. Okay, and you can see just kind of how how the language works together. So anytime that you're hearing something in a different language and then reading the translation, for me it's always clunky because it's not written in our language. It doesn't flow how our language does. So we're kind of like yeah. forcing our words into a different rhythm almost. Also, things that work well for us, like that rhyme, those two words don't rhyme in another language. Yeah. Sure. Well, and I'm sure, and some of the translation I'm sure is not exactly accurate. That part plays a sure. part too. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or like Google accurate. Yeah. Maybe I should have just watched it dubbed without the subtitles and I wouldn't have hated the music so much, <laughs> but I'm like, what the fuck? So did you not like the lyrics or did you not like the actual music? Kind of both. Okay. Mm. Like I honestly, I didn't love, I liked the music. But I felt like a lot of times it just didn't fit. I don't know. I would feel like the music is trying to tell you something, right? Like it's trying to evoke an emotion from you. Like this is supposed to sound dramatic or it's supposed to sound exciting. Yeah. But then I felt like the music didn't do that. It felt weird and awkward. I, th- I think that might be a cultural but, thing and too. And once again, that could just be because... In our Western sensibility, I have yeah, my yeah. my perception of what dramatic music sounds mm-hmm. like. I have a perception of what exciting music sounds like, and maybe it's just like a dissonance with that. Sure, because uh, like, I think if I had just listened to the music, like no movie, just maybe put in headphones and listen to that music, I'd be like, "This is cool. I enjoy it." Because like, I certainly, I think it was well done. It just, yeah, I was just. I, di- I didn't feel like it fit what I was watching. It, a lot uh, it of times. took you out of the movie in a way. Yeah. yeah. This like this movie hit on all cylinders for me because I loved the action, I loved the story, and I loved the music. Like everything hit for me. I was I was enthralled the entire time. Really? Did you love the step up to the streets style dance battle? I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I thoroughly enjoyed it. Because now that they're best friends, uh, the one guy has to help the other guy get a girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they go to this fancy, highfalutin uh, British party. Yeah. And, <laughs> and of course, what's the only thing that could happen in this story where once again, a girl was kidnapped, essentially enslaved, and then a, her mother's head was beaten in with a log. <laughs> and then this guy who has been sent to Avenger, you know, is now in the city looking for her and the people who captured her. Mm-hmm. So what's the next logical step? A dance battle. Like a five minute dance battle. It was <laughs> not a short dance and battle. And that's the song that won the Oscar. Yeah, that's that's the one. So I, I can see why it's like rhythmically. That song it's is so, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I love that scene. I really did. Because when it started, I was like, here we go. Because <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting. <laughs> did So, Thor, did you did I give you any warning that there was music in this? Like, did I don't remember how I. Uh, not really. No. OK. So were you taken aback? By no, I the, knew I knew that was part of. Bollywood. I knew that like musicals were were okay. definitely part of that. Okay. So were you expecting that kind of going in? I didn't know what to expect. Once it happened, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. He just accepted it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is happening to me. I will. <laughs> like I didn't love the da- I didn't love the multiple the multiple dance scenes. There. I, yep. I didn't love the multiple like Disney style like solo singing songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so like the the one song when Bahim is 
being whipped by Ram. Oh, yeah. That scene when he breaks into song there, I thought was super impactful for what was going on. I, I really liked that. I one. thought the scene was great until he started singing. I'm like, why are you singing? <laughs> why? Why are we doing a Disney sing along right now while have, you're being whipped to death? He won't have his spirit broken. He is the fire. That's what Ram says afterwards. He's like, he's like, I want to I wanted to inspire people by giving them the means to take their lives back, you know, and get weapons. But he was able to do it with a song. He was able to inspire them with a song. Like, that's, like, the moment where he realizes the kind of man Behem is. Yep. Uh, you do realize about maybe two-thirds into the movie, you actually get the backstory to Rom. And then the backstory of the backstory. Yes, yeah. There is, like, an Inception <laughs> level of flashbacks. Um, it was, like, 20 minutes. <laughs> it was, It was. yeah. You're kind of like, oh... That was just a flashback. <laughs> yeah. Like you, you just get mixed up and caught up in in the, the story of the yeah, man. And then who's you're just confused. Shooting. You're like, wait, this is a flashback. So who is Rom in this? Because his beard looks bigger. And then you realize, oh, no, that's not Rom at all. That's like his dad or his uncle. And then they do. They flashback even further to that guy's past. And you're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> right. Whew. It's, Tw- it's twice even because they 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 flash back. They, they, we see him like. Arm, like preparing a rebellion, then they flash back to him being a cop and leaving because he's mad about what the British are doing, and then they go back to the the present past, and then they go back again to the past past to tell you about another thing with his dad. There's a lot going on in this movie, folks. It's three hours <laughs> long. There's music. There's bromance. We, we covered this, right? Like, yeah. it's, there's a lot. You will be inundated. Um, if you can't decide on what to watch, maybe. Maybe watch this. Yeah. It's got a little bit because of everything. I it, think it's it, worth it. It really does. It starts out as a like dark drama and then it becomes a, a like over the top action film real quick. And then it becomes a romance like stepbrothers mm-hmm. st- style romance. And then it becomes a romantic comedy. Yeah. yeah. And then it becomes a musical and then it becomes step up to the streets dance battle. <laughs> and then it just kind of loops. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 it yeah, gets, yeah. Gets back into the intensity, and it just does all of that until you're so inundated. You're like, I guess this is good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> something about that flashback that I was thinking while I was watching it because I, I've, I haven't really had a lot of experience with films out of India. Okay, and I thought to myself, I was like, I wonder if that's just the way that Indian film shares the backstory is by just flatly giving you the backstory and then it made me think like i wonder if that's a cultural thing and then i thought culturally from my experience if that was like a korean or japanese film it would just be someone telling you the exactly all of those things for like eight minutes yeah they would just be talking yeah it would just be a monologue Mm -hmm. just explaining it that is true yeah so it, it very well could. I mean, it's definitely a different style of cinematography. And I think that that's why Bollywood slash Tollywood yeah. ha- makes the waves that it does. It's got its own feel and its own vibe. Very much. Mm-hmm. And yeah. this is definitely that. Yeah. And just like our, because, you know what I mean? Like everybody, everybody is just pulling in America is just pulling from past films too. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, here's all these things I love about The Godfather. Let me make a movie and incorporate those things. Yeah, yeah. Or, or Goodfellas or... or uh, Last of know, the Mohicans. The For- yeah, or Forrest <laughs> Gump or all these like critically acclaimed movies yeah. and then people take it and just incorporate it and do it their own way. Yeah. Same thing probably happened in Bollywood. It's just... 
they have their own style of making films. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something else, because we've we listed off all of the things that this movie is, which is a lot. But there's one that has been left out. This is totally a superhero film. This is a period piece superhero film because Bahim fucking catches a motorcycle that is on fire with one hand and whips it at someone. Yeah, he like, uses it like a battle axe, just taking yeah. this motorcycle like and both smashing of these guys, people with it. Both of them are fucking superheroes. Yeah, for a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, once Rom dons his, like, native attire and gets a his flaming, final form. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he just... Well, even at the beginning, the intro scene for Rom is... Somebody go get that man because there there's just this riot happening and somebody throws a rock in it. I don't remember if it hits somebody or hits a statue or it mm-hmm. hits something important and it breaks it. And this dude jumps the fence, dives into Woodstock, beats the <laughs> crap out of like a hundred people, literally, and drags this dude through a mosh pit back into the gated area. Yeah. When once Punchy he make punchers, once he enters that crowd, it becomes Woodstock 99. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except it's just one guy doing all of the all of the damage from Woodstock 99. It's one dude one did one it. Man. <laughs> yep, he's just got Limb Biscuit playing in his headphones. <laughs> dude, he's just going. Dude, that scene with breaking stuff. Bra- I want yeah. that scene with break stuff playing. Dude, that'd be perfect. I think we need to do a, an edit. Of, we, it, there needs to be a get wrecked edit because I think we I, got some good musical ideas. I could make that. <laughs> I could make that. For sure. Uh, all right. May, stay tuned, folks. That might show up because both of these ideas sound fun. But now we got Queen and we got Limp Biscuit. We're already on track. <laughs> um, okay. So I think that it would be a mistake to try and cover play-by-play with this movie. Because there's there, so much. There's too yeah. much. I mean, we would skip the part where he dry, <laughs> where there, <laughs> I don't even remember the context of it, but Bahim is like driving a truck with just 20 cages stacked on top of each other of like tigers and oh, deer yeah. and wolves and all these animals and that just go out and start attacking everybody. It is my favorite part of the film. Legit? It's the best fucking plan Legit? ever pretty made. Cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Because literally his plan is, okay, we got to save this little girl. How do we do that? We capture as many deadly predators as we can and release <laughs> them where she is. Yeah. That's the best way to and get this chaos. Also, I love yeah. it because that in itself is kind of like a metaphor for what's going on, where it's the British have come and are attempting to colonize this area mm-hmm. and put their own sensibilities into the world. And they see everything uh, Indian, or as they call it, brown rubbish. They see, they see it as like less than them. Right. And it's like essentially them taking okay, you don't respect our culture. We're going to show you to respect our culture as tigers rip your throat out. Yeah. yeah it's like, <laughs> it's you want cool. this land? This is part of the land. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So again, all of those animals were computer generated. Completely. A, a dude. And you could tell. A dude gets like into a fight with a deer or an antelope. Yes. I'm not even sure <laughs> what. And the guy's arm is stuck in the antlers <laughs> as this thing is just thrashing about. Yeah. I was honestly pretty impressed it with was, with the computer graphics in this. Like, I feel like they were almost too real in graphic mm-hmm. fidelity compared to what the 
filming was. Okay, yeah. see, maybe that's what it was. I don't know. They just struck me wrong, but they definitely but, yeah. Yeah. they were too beautiful. But even yeah. that, yeah. I appreciate. Like, I have nothing really bad to say about the action sequences in sure. this. Mm-hmm. Aside from, I didn't care for the way the CGI looked. But once again, maybe that's what Bollywood likes, and that's what. That's what they're into. I'm good with that. They do it's, kind of have that feel in a lot of their CG, at least from the clips that I've seen. I haven't watched a ton of Bollywood, but it definitely doesn't feel like American CGI. Yeah, mm. all the action is over the top. It's like Kung Fu meets superhero movies. Here's yeah, one, yeah, there's some crouching tiger elements for sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Here's one of the crazy things. All of the animals are CG. Yeah. All of them, according to the text at the beginning. It even says the horses. Yeah, it it makes re- it goes make sure to be real clear about yeah. the fact no animals were harmed. Yeah, well, well I, I mean, that's they, important to know. Yeah, they also I think in this I don't know if it's a like a nation thing or a region wide thing, but I'm pretty sure that they can't use animals in film in India. Yeah, I feel that like I've actually heard that makes somewhere. sense. I feel like with I've heard that somewhere. Like the religion, that, yeah, that kind of I think that actually because like a lot of. Uh, like certain sects I know are like vegetarian. They don't eat meat and they, and they revere like the bull and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I I wasn't sure if it was a religious thing or just as a general cultural thing. It might be a little of both. Yeah. Um, so because of that, they have to use CGI for all Mm, of the animals. That's, that's interesting. Um, but we're talking about how the graphics are a little bit off. There's one spot that I did not think that they were. And that's when Bahim and Ram are riding off into the sunset and Bahim is on a motorcycle but Ram is on a horse. That looks pretty damn good. At the, you mean towards the end when they... Or even the in, in the montage where they become best friends. Oh, okay. And and they're just riding. Like, that, to me, looked really, really good. I actually had to stop, go back to the beginning of the film where they listed all the animals to see if they listed horses. <laughs> and they did. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Well, and I'll say, because I didn't even catch that it was CGI. So if that's the case, then yeah, yeah. fucking hats yeah. off. That's I just assumed like, the like, predator animals were CGI and the horses were real, honestly. Yeah. At the beginning of it, it says that horses were included in it. Wow. So if that's the case and that one is, jeez, that was pretty amazing to me. Heck yeah. CGI style. You know what my favorite animal moment of the movie is? Hmm. Went during the big, like, during the big animal caper where Bahim releases all the animals and uh, Rom has come to... Rom now knows who he is actually and has come to arrest him and he's just like fucking T1000 like determined and he's just walking and a tiger comes lunges at him. Rahim, uh, Rom literally takes a fucking giant torch, turns it into a fist, leaps in the air and punches the fucking <laughs> oh, tiger yeah, in the face. Yeah. <laughs> that scene was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the, they're just over the top, right? Like uh, the dude gets a leopard uh, leaps at him and he just like judo tosses yeah. the leopard into another guy in slow motion. I loved it. This oh, I, I fucking loved this movie. Yeah. I'm I'm dude, completely on the opposite dude, spectrum. I, of love, I love all the action sequences. Okay. Like those part. Like I said, they're honestly my favorite scene is the later scene when they fight together. Oh yeah. The end. Oh the yeah. End. Oh god, that was because essentially they. Both of them get caught. Like it's like first Bahim gets caught, mm-hmm. and then Rom like lets him go. Rom and then catches Rom get, Bahim, and then Rom gets caught, and then Bahim helps him escape. Yeah, but once once Rom has been captured because he helped Bahim escape, and then you have all the backstory that the reason Rom was doing this is because he was trying to get 
uh, firearms for the people from his village so that they could revolt against the British. Yep. And so he was just doing, you know, essentially like the lesser, the lesser of two evils thing. Like I'll help the British because ultimately my ultimate goal is higher than that. Yeah. Right? The ends justify the means. Yeah. And then you end up finding out he's had this love that he was supposed to return to Sita. And so she's talking about her love. And here's the thing. So at this point, Bohemia's escaped and there are just pictures of him up everywhere. So then she's talking to him and she's like, yes, my uh, my fiance helped free this man. And, and then they're like, oh, wait, it's you. And they realize who each other are. There are pictures of the guy up. All over the town. <laughs> all the people that are escaping, like that she's helping hide. Yeah, there's pictures of all of them, and she had no idea who any of them were. That was kind of funny. But then Bahim does free him. This is what I was getting to. Mm. My favorite action scene is once Bahim frees Rom. Rom's legs are all broken because the British, you know, they're rascals. They've been... <laughs> yep, <he> can't <laughs> they walk. broke his legs. Bunch of knuckleheads. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of knuckleheads. Not feeding them. And so... Bahim puts Rom on his shoulders and they fight piggyback style <laughs> with Bahim just yeah. running. Meanwhile, Rom is taking like guns and shooting like both his hands, shooting two different rifles at the same time. He's punching people. And at one point they scale like a guard tower <laughs> by, by, by Rom grabbing and then flipping Bahim up. Dude, how fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, man. I literally, by myself, as that happened, I was like, I I was sitting there watching them climb, and I'm like, what? And when they got <laughs> to the top there, I was like, no. <laughs> and then when they did out loud, I was like, no shit. <laughs> that was that was a great moment where they basically did that. What is Guile's kick? The uh, the flash kick. The, they did a flash kick, but while playing piggyback, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean. This movie has it all, and it even ends on a musical number out of nowhere. A fantastic musical number. Yeah. Oh, dear God. So, <laughs> well, and I like the action up after that, too, when they're now that they're like back. Then all of a sudden, Rom's legs work again and, and he gets a bow and arrow, which the whole movie lead or like for an hour and a half prior to that. The whole thing is about how Rom is like this expert sharpshooter with a rifle. Yeah. So what weapon does he ultimately go Super Saiyan with? Obviously, a bow and arrow? <laughs> yeah. I, I Okay, my theory on that was that he was going back to the weapons that his people had. Like, the okay. traditional means of the people, rather than trying to use the British's means he against He had been them. trying to fight fire with fire, and he's like, I need to fight them my way. Yeah. That's probably he, exactly Because he did get garbed up, too, in, yeah. in, like, a native attire. Yeah, and he had, like, the, I don't know what, like, they call, like, the facial paint that... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And I like when they send a motorcycle flying, and he just lights it up with a bow and arrow. Yes. <laughs> and then it flies into the building where the bad guy is. And explodes because there's ammunition in there. Yeah. And that guy's wife ends up like wrapped in barbed wire. Oh, yeah. Fucking brutal. Yeah. Well, she got what was coming to her. I was going to say, I'm just she, say it. she was the worst yeah. in this entire film. Like, out of everybody that I was rooting for them to die, it was her. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's awful. She was yeah. terrible. She's a real character. Because she's the one that just bought that little girl. She's yeah. like, I want this. Yeah. She's also the one who I think initiated the. The whole hunt for Bahim. 
Yeah, and like, she, and she gave Rom that spiked whip to whip him with. Yeah. Oh yeah, she wanted him to bleed. She, she was, was like mad that he didn't bleed. Sadistic. Yeah. yeah. She's pretty incredible. I actually really liked that lady. Great villain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as I didn't, the actress was great. I didn't yeah. really like her motivations. <laughs> Not but, great, but I thought she was a great villain. Yeah. I she, liked hating her. She was evidently in the third Indiana Jones film. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, and, and I think he, her last name is Duty. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I got to look sure that is. up. Sure is Allison Duty. Oh, Allison Duty. <laughs> oh my, we're children. <laughs> but, <and laughs> we're all sitting here with a smile on our face. <laughs> um, I love also that they used. That line from the very beginning that I loved, like you're gonna, you're willing to waste a pound. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, you're willing to waste a pound or a shilling on on these brown rubbish. Yeah, that was a theme and, and running through. Yeah, the, it's a running yeah. theme. Oh, that's oh, right, that because guy. Rom's dad worked for the governor when he was in the military. Yep, and he heard him say that yeah. as well, and he had told him about this bad guy who had said it, and that's him. And it's just this through line of the film, essentially just kind of pointing out the like. Once again, the British, not so awesome it, <laughs> that they kind of <laughs> felt so like awesome. <laughs> they were rubbish. Yeah. And so then when he, you know, he has that point where he tells Behem, you know, load, aim, shoot. Yeah. And, and that's kind of, I, I liked how they kind of brought all of that around and intertwined that. Yeah, because that his, his dad said that to him in the flashback, like when he was... Yeah. Helping kill Which, British. And honestly, like, I didn't love that it was a flashback within a flashback, but I actually really did like the flashback part. Same. Yeah. Because, because they, you know why? Because there wasn't uh, dance battles or <laughs> or stupid musicals. It was just like a genuinely, like, really good dramatic scene that made you, that was very impactful and made you, like, really feel what was going on. You know, an, another little piece of good writing that I that I appreciated because they were really good at having those callback moments that made you understand characters better was um, at one point when Ram and Bahim are in the process of getting into their bromance. Bahim is eating with his left hand. And I, I don't know the culture behind that, but they they kept telling him like somebody was like, I told you, you know, you know, not to eat with your left hand. And he just says something like, uh. Oh, but but if I do, I'll eat faster or something like that. Yeah, I guess you're supposed to eat with your right hand. I don't I don't know why, but but in the flashback, we see Rom's best friend when they were little kids does the same thing. His mom scolds him, and he says the same thing. And I was like, that was part of the initial connection for Rom was that he reminded him of his friend from his childhood. Oh, okay, yeah. that's neat. Well, wouldn't you know it, guys? We're about at that time. Well, we haven't talked about the the awesome. 10 minute musical scene at the end. I mean, it was pretty great. I just want to say, so you told me, cause I, I was running a little bit behind because I didn't realize the movie was three hours. And Thor specifically said, don't skip anything. You've got to watch it. You got to see that last 10 minutes. And that was the last 10 minutes. So I was like, <laughs> Thor loved this. Dance <laughs> I wanted to, cause here's the thing is I didn't want you to know that that was sarcasm. <laughs> oh. Cause I was like, why, why are we ending with this? Although I did find it interesting. I'm assuming this is the retelling of an actual story because it's like, it's this musical and they're singing and dancing again. It's like, Jesus Christ. But they're like doing fireworks that, like oh. in the sky that looked like the face of actual historical figures. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if that was a like these are our like figure heads. My my assumption, tell me if I'm right, is that this was the retelling of an actual story from Indian revolutions during British colonialism. 
uh, apparently some of these characters were real. Like, Behem was real and Sita were real, but they never met in real life. And apparently this film is completely fictitious and based on an idea of what if those two met? Well, yeah, I figured hmm. it was fictitious when he started picking up motorcycles and hitting people. <laughs> hold, hold on. So they had an idea that Sita, Rom's fiance, yes. who was in maybe 20 minutes of this three hour long film. <laughs> right. That historical figure and Bahim. Like, what if they met? Correct. So Which Rom, I, though. I don't know if he was actually her fiance while she was a revolutionary. But or did, did, was Rom a fictitious character? Like, I just think that it's funny that that's the route they decided to go. (laughs) Let's make a story about this lady and we'll put her as a like, just as a A, side character. Completely ancillary character. Yeah, like a motivation for the actual main character. Yeah. (laughs) That's, you know, that's, yeah, that's a good point that like, we want him, we want him to meet her, but but it can't be her. He's got to have a guy friend. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that song at the end is all about like, raise our flags high. Once again, I guess you didn't, read the translations nope. but it's essentially this flag that we fought for it was a song about like national pride you could tell yeah. because they kept showing like, like figures so from at that point yeah, i realized yeah, like oh this is a how did i put it in my notes uh i just watched an indian nationalist propaganda film with absurd special effects and way too much dancing <laughs> <laughs> that's what i kind of think it was uh, Which is cool, I guess. If our propaganda films had dancing, I'd watch them. It's enough with the dancing, India. Ugh. It's enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So with that being said, Thor, you haven't seen this. Zach, you haven't seen this. I'm curious on your guys' recommendation and see, one, would you recommend this? And two, what do we score this? I think that we give it one out of ten R's. I feel like that's appropriate. <laughs> you can never have too many wa- R's. Yeah. Fire, water, revolt. Yep. And there were so many R's. Rage, roar. So many R's. Yep. Yeah, and they also, they were flashing like fire and then highlighting the R. So I at first thought the R's were like fire, water, and whatever the fucking third mm. one was. Yeah. In any case, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten R's. Yeah. Oh, man, this movie. Although I would. okay, I'm going to rate it higher than those movies that I said, because even though I think I genuinely (laughs) would deserves to be. I think I would genuinely rather watch them. I can't deny that this is a better film than than all of those, I think. Okay. hey, I'll tell you, Thor, uh, just from our last experience together with the Holy Mountain, there was no child prostitute and no dogfight. This is true, but there was also no exploding lizards. <laughs> there the was highlight a, of that. There film. was kind of an allegory for Jesus, though. So there's that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go for me personally. It'd probably be like two out of ten. I, I hate I genuinely I just did not enjoy watching. Wow. This. OK, but I think it didn't I, even get the title I, of the I, movie. But wow. I think if I'm being honest. But if I was trying to be objective. Well, you can rate it how you want to rate it. Like, that's, that's yeah, the man. whole point of this show. You can give it two R's. You're allowed to not like things, Thor. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know, like half I... the things that are on this show. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. 
the theme of the show is Micah won't like this. You, you know what? Yeah, no. I was so I can't tell you how mad I was watching this last night. I'm Are like, you serious? Why do I have to keep? Why is there more? Says why? the guy who made I'm him like, watch I'm Gummo. So, I'm so far through it, and I'm like, it has to be wrapping up. And it's like, nope, an hour and a half in. I'm like, the story should be over. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm giving it two R's. <laughs> I'm giving it two R's. <laughs> Fuck Bollywood. <laughs> hey, Tollywood. Yeah. You get it right. Bollywood, Tollywood, G Gollywood. I <laughs> didn't care for it. Oh, wow. All right. McCrary, how about you? Where are you landing on this? I would 100% tell other people to watch this. I legitimately am completely the opposite of Thor because <laughs> I was in the whole time, never, never wavered, was enjoying every minute of it enjoyed every facet of it i am legit giving it 10 r's oh man (laughs) i think i would have been higher if i had watched it with you guys if we had watched it together just i could see that yeah yeah because this is the kind of thing that like i want to laugh at most of the stuff i just want to laugh at it but i yeah i don't know it just rubbed me the wrong way 10 out of 10 i loved all all the over the top shit like that. I loved that. Okay. And I, I legit enjoyed <laughs> all of the music. I, I really liked that soundtrack. Like I would listen to that soundtrack. Yeah. I will say Thor that I wasn't sure where you were going to land on this. I, I legitimately didn't know. Um, I thought he might like the ridiculousness. He might hate all of it. <laughs> so Dude, now this I know. movie is like literally everything I hate rolled into a movie. <laughs> it's bright and colorful. And That's it's true. It's like a million genres and it's romantic comedy. And also like I'm not honestly I'm not really a superhero guy. I'm not I'm not into the like big budget action films. Okay. A lot of times. So I'm like I'm just watching. I'm like this is just Bollywood is just everything I hate. In film, <laughs> Just yeah. rolled into one. I'm okay. Like, cool. Yeah, cool. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, Zach's giving it 10 R's. Can you say that? Oh. <laughs> oh, there you go. That's it's a smart an way angry to cat. <laughs> 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 totally Zach gives it an R. <laughs> and Thor is giving it two R's. So... What do you guys think? It's on Netflix. Watch it. It might take a couple nights to finish it because it's three hours long. What about you? How many hours for you? Oh. He recommended. You don't yeah. have to. Oh, that's I mean, right. That's right. You recommend. You feel yeah. vulnerable. You don't have to. I mean, I I don't know if I would go so high as 10, but I might be at like eight because I really loved everything. If it was a half hour shorter, I think it would have been like that chef's kiss right there Mm -hmm. but i feel like it dragged a little bit in the middle the action scenes loved them i i found the cgi very endearing to me i let did it look 100 percent believable no but i could really really appreciate all of the effort that went into that right like they had to figure out how to make a tiger and a wolf collide in midair there's no reference for that (laughs) (laughs) like so so seeing that type of stuff, I go, wow. Does it look perfect? No, but man, it's it I mean, that was a pretty solid attempt. So yeah, I would give it I would give it eight out of R. Eight out of <laughs> eight out of R. Yeah, eight out of eight R's out of ten. Um yeah, that's where I stand. 
believe it or not, folks, we actually have a listen in India. It's uh, I'm going to I don't think they're listening anymore. <laughs> After I just gonna, attacked there. It's it's close to a place called uh, Nanded or Akola. It's the uh, Washim sure. district. You nailed those pronunciations. Yeah, thanks. I tried. You yeah. just, you, you like fucking, like, use the CIA to like hone in on just, the I, district and everything. Yeah, I just zoomed in. So, hey, if you're listening, get a hold of us. We would love to watch more Bollywood films. Right, Thor? Nope. All right. All right. So, but I will. But if you, if you recommend, I will. Oh, you know, it just occurred to me. Do you think you're not supposed to eat with your left hand because you wipe your butt with your left hand. If you're listening, you person in India, tell that's, me if that's correct. That's something that they say here, right? Like you shake your, you shake with your right and you wipe with your left. Is that a thing? Is that, that is, why we shake with the right? That's the, well, I think that's why we wipe with the left. I mean, that, that sounds like a sound theory. When uh, I'm going downtown to sexy town, I use my left hand, but. Interesting. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> I have to I have to recommend something to yeah. you. I feel like you were just about to be like, okay, let's go to the outro. <laughs> now that Thor's mentioned masturbating, I guess oh, we're no, done. I meant, no, not I meant like downtown to sexy town, not downtown to like myself town. Oh, oh. In any case, this it can got, be sexy this, to do it this yourself. Immediately got weird. Light some so. can- light some candles. I, yeah, I guess it did, it didn't even occur to me that that sounded like it like sounded like me masturbation. Talk, me talking about masturbation. <laughs> What are you recommending to me, Thor? (laughs) It's actually weirder now that you basically said your finger in your wife. (laughs) Because I know your wife, and now that image is in my head. I just just know I do my best work with my left hand. So, Micah. Good man. um, I I have your next three recommendations lined up. Oh, my goodness. So, I'm going to let you pick what you would like to do first. I always like doing this. All right. So, I have for you a classic comedy from the 80s. I also have a over-the-top fun action TV series. Okay. And then I have a pretty recent and I believe critically acclaimed dramatic film that's quite like probably the saddest thing I've seen in quite a while. Okay. It's very good. Very sad. Okay. Uh, let's, I'm kind of digging the action TV series. That's kind of what I'm feeling. All right. Micah. Do you remember in the year 1999, a game called Twisted Metal? I do. Yeah. Dude, so I watched the TV series on Peacock. Oh, that's right. That did come out. And going into it, I did not expect to enjoy it. And I actually really enjoyed it. And now I want to chat about it. Okay. Oh, you're going to have a good time. Cool. Cool. I'm excited. I've seen pictures of Sweet Tooth and Sweet Tooth looks legit. It's Samoa Joe, the wrestler. Oh, is okay. the body and of Will, Sweet Tooth. Will Arnett does the voice. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Of course. Wh- sure. Why wouldn't Will Arnett do the voice of Sweet Tooth? Well, well they mess. They like kind of like. Uh, what do they call it when you? What Batman used? Like a vocal change? Yeah, they yeah, did like a voice. Cha- it's like they deepened Will Arnett's voice even more. Oh. Oh, I bet he sounds kind of creepy then, because he can do a pretty good. I mean, he's Batman in the Lego Batman mm-hmm. films. No. Cool. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Is is it on the free version of Peacock or is it behind the paywall? I don't. I didn't know there was a free version. There is a free version of Peacock, right? Yeah, the one with ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was 
Anyway, it's on Peacock, folks. Go watch Twisted Metal if you haven't seen it yet. It does have Anthony Mackie in it, right? Mm-hmm. And it's got, um, is it Beatrix? Is it's that her name? Stephanie Beatriz. That's what it is. From Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, from yep. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, so, cool. That's what we're going to get into next week. And Winston Hayden Church is the bad guy. What? Yeah. It's pretty good cast. Is it Winston Hayden Church? Is that his name? The Sixth Sense Kid? No, 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 no. The... Sandman from the the Sam Raimi Spider Man. Sam something Hayden. something Hayden Church. Yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. I was thinking of Haley Joe Osment. Oh, right? yeah, oh, another yes, three name. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He is not in this. <sighs> no. Sorry. Well, Thomas Sam- Hayden Church. Micah, That's Ge- what it is. Micah generally only watches stuff with Haley Joel Osment. That's all he watches. <laughs> it's a hard rule. He yeah, has. especially when his body keeps growing, but his face stops growing. <laughs> They That's actually, so <laughs> like, if, if you're confused, folks, Haley Joel Osment actually did the mocap for the Tigers in RRR. That's what it that's was. Why, that's yeah. why Micah enjoyed it. Yep. Uh, anyway, so next time, Twisted Metal. Thor, there are ways to get a hold of us. What are those ways to get a hold of us? Uh, Facebook and Instagram at the Get Wrecked Podcast, or send us an email directly at getwreckedpod at gmail.com. That's G I T R E C D. POD at gmail.com. And once again, thank you to our favorite guest. I, who I, I'm sure you've been on here more than everybody. You can just be the third seat. I'm <laughs> like down. You're just the third seat now. <laughs> um, Zach I'm McCrary the- from the comics that we love. Zach, go ahead and plug all your stuff. All right. So you can find me on TFD Nerdcast, the comics that we love, which is my personal baby. I'm also now a rotating guest on I Read Comic Books, which is another excellent podcast. Uh, you can get me Instagram at the comics that we love Twitter at Z underscore Irish underscore red. Those are the spots. Nice. Um, I, I, TikTok too. I haven't done any TikToks in a while, but the ones I have are really good. I've seen them. They are pretty. They good. are. They're yeah. awesome. Also at the comics that we yeah, love. Yeah, go check out Zach's at the comics that we love on TikTok. He does these short little clips of like these weird random characters from comic books, and it's very fun. Yeah. Even as a person who's a non-comic book guy, I find a, a lot of enjoyment from them. All right. So until next time, folks. As always. You get wrecked out there. Stay wrecked. Oh, nacho, 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 nacho.